I love my clients. I love my team. I love, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. You're still not making enough money. You can love your team, yourself, <laughs> Maybe you should start clients. loving money a little bit more. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser. Where we teach you to salon differently. After years of searching, we finally found a software that does it all. Introducing Aura Salonware. With Aura, you have the simple tools to streamline your business, such as a card on file, settings for hourly pricing, and even station sharing options. Implement communication boundaries with clients by interacting directly through Aura. Finally, a software that takes your business as seriously as you do. If you're interested in this type of profit maximization, visit aurasalonware.com DTH to receive special discounts and promos. As a hairdresser, I know the struggle of managing your back bar, and that's where our friends at SalonScale come to play. While you weigh your products with their app, SalonScale automatically tracks your products used, making inventory management a breeze. Not to mention, they also save your formula. They are a digital solution for back bar management, and they really make it easy. You know we're both big on knowing your numbers, and SalonScale does just that. Visit salonscale.com slash DTH and use the code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off your first year. So you said this and I loved it. We were just casually well, having... Well, someone else said it and I just said it. No, you said it. Converse, <laughs> we were having a conversation and you were like, it's the war on attention. And I was like, oh my God, that's so what good. What were we talking about? We were talking about social media and we were also talking about um, crappy comments. And we were also talking about how people were... It's almost like doing a performative song and dance to oh, yeah. be in front of something. Anything to yeah. get attention. Yeah, like I, what's that documentary <laughs> with about social media? The, so, the social Experiment? dilemma. Dilemma. I watched that. That gave me panic. I had a panic attack because I was all the symptoms and all the things they were talking about. I was like, that. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Also, my therapist is like, you've got to stop being, being on, on social, social media. media. Or like, stop consuming it. You can create it. Just stop consuming it. I do, I will say this. What I give my attention to, like, it's so, like Instagram has decided, I'm not on TikTok that much, so I don't, I don't have Love that TikTok. experience. I think Instagram is just turning to TikTok mm-hmm. slowly, but there's some like, it has figured out that the attention I will give it's all based on like conservative, conservative, crazy Republican. Not all Republicans are crazy, but the crazy Republicans. Like it gives me that material that I can't stand because I have to watch it. Yeah. Because it's scary. And now it's decided that I'm into conspiracy theories, which yeah. I'm not at all. I told you, I told you I watched one flat earth video just to <laughs> see what it what was going on. And then all of a sudden it was flooded to my account. And I was like, I was like, for you, babe, I am not into the can you stop? So I had to like I purposely ha- swipe by it because I I was just curious. That's how they get you. They get you out of curiosity and then they flood you with it. And that's what's dangerous about it. Well, it like freaks me out because like I already know what I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm clear with my beliefs and my political stances. Mm-hmm. And so when it feeds me this stuff, it like hardens those things in me. 
and it makes me get more anxious and more like I have to be even more aggressive and loud because look at these people are still out here doing yeah. stupid shit. When it's a very when small portion. Like when, when you walk outside, that's not always yeah, it's not really what's, what's happening. Ha- I'm not surrounded by it. I'm not fully, I know people are experiencing it. I'm not experiencing it. And I think that's, this whole war and attention is like, I have to figure out where I'm going to place all my energy. Well, and not just energy, what also what I'm consuming. Absolutely. I mean, that really is in the salon too, like like when people stay in a salon that's not beneficial to them for a long like in their lives, it's like what you're consuming that energy constantly. It literally makes you sick. It well, really does. Think about like the hair shows we go to. Yeah. It's a war and attention. It really is. It's, you walk in. And I'm it, over here. I'm over here. Like, what's going to grab you to purchase oh and buy? It makes me a, feel like a like a sh- like cheap. Like it doesn't make me yeah. feel good. I think we practice critical thinking so much that I'm so hyper aware to not fall into it. I'm sure I do in a lot of things. You know, like I always get sucked into buying things on Instagram. Like, you oh, know, I fall into it all the time. Yeah, exactly. But it's you know those things are crazy and. It, you know, we were actually talking about that this is where the war on attention came from because we were talking about um, TikTok and how the whole point of it now they've shifted is to keep you on the app. So they've created TikTok shop so that you could sell things. Well, like Instagram has that. Yes, but the whole idea is like link and bios, like they will actually minimize your views on a on a. a video, if you say, check out my link in bio, because that link in bio takes them out of TikTok. So I'm like, well, what are people supposed to do if we're selling like a program or selling like a business? Like, to, I feel like in that way, TikTok isn't business friendly because you have to have something out of it, but it's all about selling products and consuming. Through TikTok. And not leaving. And the same thing, people, that's why Instagram is changing and things like that, because they want you, you and your viewers to stay on that app. And so that's why there's this fight. I did a whole class on the algorithm. There's this fight to perform. We're creating reels. We're creating these things. We need things to share. And that's like, basically in my class, I'm teaching people how to play the game against the system that thinks it's controlling us. I'm like, "Mm, but what if we did it this way and still like played on the rules? And I think that's too, like that's the war on attention. It's like they're trapping us in things. And then I realized like we do so much of that in our industry too. Well, we're we're working on an app, which we I don't feel we've held it under wraps for over a year. Mm-hmm. So we've been working on an app. Hopefully it comes out soon. But this conversation came up again because a lot of the things we want to do we're like, okay, we got how do if we do that, it's gonna take them out of the app. It's so the conversation even with the developers is like you don't want these people to leave the app. And it kind of blew my mind because of... That's why it's taking so long to launch because we're creating things to stay... In the app. In the app. Which but takes a we, lot of creation. <laughs> yeah, but if we didn't do that, like if it was like, oh, you're in the app and then you click on something that takes you to the podcast that's taking you out of the app. If we have a link with, you know, our server that we use, it's taking you out of it and we're trying to build something where it's our students don't ever have to leave the app, which is going to be so awesome. But It's, it's good also in one cr- way. Yeah, it's but good But it is for part the, of the game. It is part of the game. And... It's kind of like everything we do is consuming either good or bad energy. And I think people have to start really like, I hate using the term waking up, but like Gotta really get woke. open your damn eyes and really look around. Like we get one life. Are you 
is this what you want? Like I ask my students all the time when they're in a really bad situation, they're scared to make a move. It could be raising their prices to confronting someone to opening a business to leaving whatever that may be. And I'm like, okay, imagine yourself in three months, how comfortable if you, you know, are things being the same and they don't like it, but they're like, oh, it's not that long away. And I'm like, what about a year? And they're like, Oof, no, what about five years? Oh my God, absolutely not. 10 years, but some people never make moves or take risks to like get into that. Well, I, you know, I was thinking like, I, I have turned Instagram into TV. I mean, that's what it wants. So I scroll and I'm watching, but I'm not, actually engaging in anything. I'm just... It's the doom scroll. It's the doom scroll. But what's funny is like, I now watch TV as a relief from, from Instagram yeah. because it's a it's longer content. Yeah. Right? You Like you can get involved or read a book, right? Like yeah. I read, I read a, book, a lot more than watch TV, but... You're like, reading a book, you can... You're getting involved in something you're engaging. And I... But I find that like, I feel like the neuroplasticity in my brain is shrinking and... I got to like, I take Hebrew lessons and every time she, and sometimes I'll be like, I don't know why I'm learning this. There's no one around me speaking Hebrew unless I go, you know, to Israel or someone that I know that speaks Hebrew. And she's like, it's so good for your brain. Yeah. Language is so good. And she- Alzheimer's, all of that. Yeah. She's like, it's doing things for you right now that like- That's some mental health. Yeah. And it's so true because like- you, the what you have to do in order to learn something new, whether it's a language or you're reading a new book or you're learning a masterclass mm-hmm. or... That's why I love that my wife did force me because I was zoning out watching like Bob's Burgers you're, to have yeah, relief out. to not think. I do love Bob's Burgers. I know. And then she was like, let's do masterclass. And then it was actually like, it was opening up the left side of my brain. You know what I mean? Which was my creative side. And it actually became inspirational. And I was flooded with all these ideas for even the podcast and our business. And I was the like- The right side of your brain is The creative. right side. Oh, I thought it was left brain. Everyone thinks that. Left brain is logical. Ah. That's why the left brain group, because she's the logical part of the brain. Oh, I thought it was because the artist. No. Oh. All right. I love it. Whatever side of the brain, it was ignited. <laughs> it was opened up. and But there's a there's this like- it's funny because I don't know about if you feel this way, but right before, so for example, I want to, I love reading, but right before I start reading, I'm like, oh, am I going to start? Am I really going to start this book? I do the same damn thing. I'm am like, I this really looks start, daunting. And then this? I get into it. How about this? We should watch a movie. Do we really want to watch a movie? Mm-hmm. Let's just binge 25 episodes yeah. of something. <laughs> same time. Right? It's, but there's this, le- but there's this, I think there's something now with attention span where I'm like, well, people want things quick and instant, but what is that really doing for you? Nothing. If anything, um, I was watching something recently. It was probably quick and instant. <laughs> <laughs> and it was talking about, and it was like, oh, wow, that's pretty accurate of how we absorb, absorb, absorb. But it actually makes us feel less than because we're absorbing so much positive mindset, transformative information. And it's teach. It's saying, this is what we need to do to transform. So we know we need to transform, but we we're not yeah. ma- We're not doing we're not the doing action. It. And so it's leaving us with like depression, anxiety, um, you know, self-esteem issues, mental health issues, because we're constantly being fed. This is what you have to do to be normal. This is what you have to do to be better. This is what you have to be successful. But we don't even know where to start to do it. I think that's, a, so, it's so powerful to have a coach. And now a word from our sponsors. 
We have partnered with HairStory, a product line that is good for our clients, our planet, and our bank account. Have you heard of New Wash? It's like a shampoo, but actually good for your hair. New Wash is a cleansing cream that cleans and conditions without the harsh foams and damaging detergents found in traditional shampoos. HairStory does things differently, creating more conscious options that respect the environment and your hair ecosystem. Ready to try New Wash for free? Visit hairstory.com slash DTH to get pro access today. My partner's brother's wife. Okay. Essentially my sister-in-law, but we're not married yet. Yeah. She was developing an app for help. It was like a cognitive behavioral app for people for dieting. And she said there's this thing that happens that there's so much information about what you should and shouldn't eat. Yeah. That eventually you there's an assumption. It's probably creating disorders. It, it, there's this assumption that everything you eat is bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like lettuce is good for you, but here's a podcast and why lettuce is the most toxic. Yeah. Pesticides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, this water is good for you, but not really. Mm-hmm. And so you get, it boils you down to every single thing you do is bad. I get trapped in that sometimes. And I think it's true with spirituality. What am I saying? Mm -hmm. Spirituality, (laughs) mental health, like all the, like, you know, all of a sudden everyone's got ADHD. Everyone. Yeah. Every single person. Everyone has, uh, everyone's eating the wrong foods. Everyone's saying that you're communicating wrong. You're working out is bad. Don't run too much. Don't run because running's bad for you now. Yeah. Right. Eggs are bad for you, but they're Mm. they're good for you, but Mm -hmm. they're bad for you. Like, it's so conflicting. It's so conflicting. I do the the same thing happens in the fucking hair world. Yeah. Don't use heat. Don't well, cut like that. Don't, don't do cut, this. Don't, don't use that. Don't You're, stand and like then that. It You're gonna get so carpal judgmental. tunnel. I'm like, do people I, still say that? I don't know. I feel but, like I haven't heard people talk about carpal tunnel in a long time. But when we first started doing hair, it was like people the loved, cancer of the hair world. People like, loved talking about carpal tunnel. Yes. <laughs> we should just do a whole episode. The, I remember on my carpal my teacher would flip my wrist. Just like, it was like. A tiny movement. If you do this, you're going to get carpal tunnel. I'm like, you know what? If My I text one more time, my mom did get carpal get... tunnel, so it was really scary for me. And she was a hairdresser, and she had to have surgery, and it was Well, wild. I'm sorry about your mom. <laughs> but I think... <laughs> but I think it's not as... <laughs> now we're going to get floods. Um, I have carpal tunnel. Floods of DMs. You just don't hear about it as much as... That's the point. You know, I, we're not no saying it's not real. That's because no one gives a shit. I don't really care if you have carpal tunnel. Yeah. And if I get carpal tunnel, I'm not going to go tell people how not to get it. Yeah. I just remember (laughs) like holding my shears or holding my body in a certain way. You're going to get back problems. Bitch, I already got back problems. (laughs) Your knees are going to go out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we tell them. I I don't know why people don't believe us when we say this industry has an expiration (laughs) date. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, hello. Like your your body is eventually going to go out. There are people out there, and I know you're listening, that are above the age of 50 and working their ass off as a like hairdresser. Like they're 20. I don't know how you're doing you it. You should be retiring I or have a retirement plan at that point. I don't how you're doing it. I can barely If do someone it. said, David, you have to go behind the chair 40 hours a week like you used to, I'd say, I'd rather die. <laughs> I would rather... I'm going to become a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would Going into do, real estate, no, that's literally, another... Literally, I would, I would rather do anything besides that again. I love doing hair. When I want to do it, I like doing the hair that I like to do, and I like getting paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. Anything other than that, I'm not interested in. And I think everyone can get to that level where they are. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not. Maybe I love when people try to justify how much they work at the age they're at because they just love it for the. They just just have so passionate about about it. I'm like, like, then what are you doing this for? 
I love doing. I love my clients too. I love doing hair. It's Stockholm like, syndrome. I, yeah, I also want to. But I love my clients. Like have a living. I want a vacation. I want time off. I want to live love, my life. I love my clients. I love my team. I love. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. You're still not making enough money. You can love your team, yourself. <laughs> Maybe you should your start clients. loving money a little bit more. <laughs> Maybe that would help. But no hairdresser. I've never met a hairdresser. I think I will openly admit I do hair to make money. I have never met a hairdresser that has come up to me and says, I love doing hair to make tons of cash. Yeah. They're always like, I just love. There's guilt around it for some reason. Oh my God. Maybe our next post can be, I love doing hair because I love making money Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. But there's, yeah. I, for those of you that are over 50 and you're still working behind the chair, call us because we can help. 1-800-DTH helps. Oh, yeah. 1-800-DTH helps. <laughs> I get help? That would, help. That would, yeah. I guess, I didn't know this about those kind of numbers. Mm-hmm. Anything after the four digits doesn't matter. Really? Yeah. So like 1-800-CONTACTS. I think it's 1-800-CON. I think it's too long. But anything after the 10 yeah. total, that, that doesn't do anything. Oh, yeah. Because the number's already dialed. Right. Yeah. So you're just dialing extra things, but it's... <laughs> People probably still are. <laughs> I do. I'm like, like I'm finishing the word. O-N-T-A-C-T-S. <laughs> I always use 1-800-CONTACTS as an example for marketing and customer service because when you call them, it rings once and somebody answers. I remember that. And they don't ask you anything besides... What do you need? <laughs> yes, because your number is linked to your account. They're like, you ready to reorder? I'm like, yep, reorder. Like, okay, great. We charged your card. Okay, thanks. Bye. That is... <laughs> It is, that's what people want. That's the only time I will approve a phone call situation if it's that quick. And But 1-800-CONTACTS has trained me that that's how quick, it, they're saying that's how quick it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are people that want to call and have, and they're like, thank you, bye. Talk about on. a war on attention. That's where I want to get my attention. Oh my gosh. Quick and simple. It's my favorite service. 1-800-CONTACTS. Maybe we should talk to them about being a <laughs> This sponsor. is not a paid app. <laughs> We're not being paid. But like I, yeah, that's, now I'm thinking of the last episode that we talked about the marketing and the shit. Like, yeah. that's the kind of shit. Absolutely. I'm losing my mind. But <laughs> to wrap this up in, in a, a nice little bow. In a gift box. The war on attention is a lot like the war on drugs. It's not really real. But it's happening. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also very real. It's very real. Just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean it's not happening around you. You can't see it, but it's happening. Yeah. And I think what, and I also you realize it's happening, and there's, and then you almost go, I know. Yeah. I know I'm being marketed to. I know that I'm not supposed to be doing this. I know I got to do that. We're going to go have lunch after this. And what are we going to do? We're going to open our phones. Guarantee it. I'm going to see what's going on social and none of it's going to matter. Mm-mm. It's not going to have any benefit for my life. <laughs> and that's what I got to go check my, I got to check Instagram. Bye. <laughs> Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Every phase, you're going to have to continue to do the upkeep and the work. It's just going to be more, but is it worth also getting that really cool thing. 